Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Ladies and gentlemen, that is our new song, and this is the About Last Night Show. All right! Yeah. Hope you like the new song. Uh, our apologies to Real Big yeah. Fish. Sorry, guys. And uh, we, we, ha- we had a great run. Yeah, we had a great run. And uh, But now, th- this new song, let us know what you think about it on Twitter. O- only if you like it. If you hate it, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> it's not changing back. Out, yeah, well, you know, I, I just told uh, our guest that I recorded that last week. And uh, yeah. and what did you say? You want to repeat it for the audience? I said, fantastic. We, we, were there, like, professional musicians in the session? Was, there, was uh, Ringo there? <laughs> that that drumbeat is very Ringo. Very yeah. Ringo. Uh, our, our, our guest today, but uh, you know what? We got we have to do a quick ad. Let's um, Jesus, make some money. by the ad. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, Harlan. Hope it's a commercial for me. <laughs> well, Kill two birds with one stone. You are wearing an all-USA uh, jumpsuit today because you said you're sponsored by America now? Yeah, United States. But that's not the plug you wanted to do. Oh, okay, <laughs> Well, that's not paying our bills. What what, it, what What is paying our bills is the great Slide Bar in downtown Fullerton, North Orange County. Uh, Adam and I have been to Slide Bar many times. Great food, uh, more drinks and you, more drinks than you know what to do with. They even have Canadian beer. Oh you're, wow! You're from Canada, Harlan. That's right. Yeah. So Good yeah, day. it's a great. I endorse the place now too. Exactly. Nice. I, I, I was there last week. Had the chicken tequila pasta. Fucking delicious. Great bands. Uh, KRS One was there last week. Nice. The KRS One. Yeah. So uh, always a great time. Check out the Slide Bar. Mention about last night, and they'll give you a discount on your bill. So you go there, you say, hey, I, I heard about you on the About Last Night podcast. They'll knock a few percentage points off, and you could spend that on more booze. It'll also give you a uh, picture of, of uh, Brad's naked yeah. naked ass. Yeah. Wow. It's all a special y- they do. All you got to do is go to the slide bar, say, hey, About Last Night. They say, all right, 10% off the bill, whatever the hell they're going to do. And then they say, here's a picture of Brad's ass. Wow. It it's, works out. It's rare you get sick before you go into a restaurant, <laughs> but this is a new, new approach. I like this. So that's, so that's, that's the slide bar. <laughs> Thanks, down, slide bar. Downtown Fullerton, uh, thank you for the sponsorship, our original sponsors. Thank you. We love you, and we will be there soon. Now, to our guest, I am thrilled as hell to have this guest in here. Uh, now, am I allowed to call you by your real name or by the name you always tell me to announce you at the improv with? <laughs> well, you can do my real name because I'm proud that we share the same name. There so we, we go. We've got we to we keep it in the family here. In the studio is the great Harlan Williams, everyone. Hey, Harlan's hey, here. Hey. I like him. Wow. You know him from something about Mary. You Jesus. know him from Dumb and Dumber. Jesus. You oh. know him from uh, Rocket Half-baked, Man. Half-baked, Rocket Half-baked. Man, down Periscope. Down Periscope and his and his new special, 
is it is it force of nature? Yeah, Harlan Williams, a force of nature. Harlan yeah. Williams, a force of nature, now available on iTunes, now Amazon. You, yeah. Now you might think, ah, oh, another comedy special, just a, three cameras and a theater and lots of people cheering. Brad, I, I've seen it. I've seen it before. Not this one, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Harlan Williams, I've got to ask you about this because this special, it's you in a desert. Yeah. And there's there's no audience. Yeah. <laughs> Who needs them, right? They're so noisy. They're so damn noisy. They're distracting you from your material. I, I'm sensitive about people laughing at me. My feelings are hurt real easily. Yeah. So so you you shoot the entire special in a desert. Mm-hmm. Uh, no audience. Yeah. No other participants. You you don't see any. You don't see anything man-made. It's just you talking. To the audience who's watch it. Yeah, was that yeah. now? That wasn't that was was that the Grand Canyon or Iraq? Which <laughs> it, it, you know, it looked like a crossbreed. It was actually the Mojave Desert. Was it really north of uh, of L.A. here? But it lo- it looks like I'm in the middle of Afghanistan. Yeah, it it really does. And there's uh, like a Dairy Queen on the way out there, right? There, there's a. It's called the Burger Barn. Oh, <laughs> so no, the Burger Basket. The Burger yeah. Basket. It's it's like talk about it, sick before you go in. Yeah, it's sick about eight miles out. You got to pull into the truck stop, puke, and then hit the drive-thru. It's crazy. They put your burger in a basket, the waste basket, and you have to dish, <laughs> dig out of yeah, it. Yeah, that's about it, man. Now, <laughs> now, Harlan, you're an amazing, successful actor and comedian, but when you go to – now, did you go to a production company with this and say, here's my idea? You, uh, you, you know those clips when they show people laughing in the audience and mm-hmm. how much they're enjoying the special? We're not going to have that. It's just going to be me – Talking, humping like, the earth with a turtle farting next to me. <laughs> Which, Not to give away any spoilers, that might have been no, one of my favorite good. parts. Uh, is is it? Oh God! Well, there's there's a handful. Yeah, then uh, and then and then the guy might say, "Well, are you going to be heckled in this special?" I might. Yeah. By a crow. Yeah, which happens in the special. I love how it happened. <laughs> it kept coming back too. Yeah, it, it wasn't the same crow, was it? I I don't know. There's so many of them out there. But uh, no, what happened is the uh, the uh, producers came to me and uh, mm-hmm. said they they uh, wanted to shoot a, another special with me. Mm-hmm. And basically, they're like uh, their pitch was any theater in America. You pick okay. it. We'll go anywhere you want. You want a backdrop with your name in neon or twenty million light bulb? Anything you want. We're, yeah. we're going to hook it up. And I hung up the phone and I was feeling very uninspired because yeah. I've, mm-hmm. I've done a bunch of specials. I've seen a trillion specials, and uh, I thought, I, I, why am I uninspired? I was mm-hmm. asking myself that. What, why, why don't I feel excited about this? Right. Because yeah, you've been doing this. Or how long have you been like in the business? Would you? Uh, say? I'd say coming up on twenty five years. Yeah, now. and you're, and I'd say you're actively. I mean, you're always got new material, always in a, uh, involved in a new project. So you're, con- you're making a, an active attempt to stay like fresh and keep yourself like motivated and inspired, right? Yeah, so- exactly. And also, I, I, I want to also inspire the medium. I wanted to push. <sighs> yeah. I wanted to push myself and the medium. So, so I said to the guys, I said, look. Um, I don't want to shoot in a theater. And they're like, well, what are you thinking? And I said, I want to shoot in the middle of the desert. Uh, At that point, they were probably thinking, all right, you want to shoot in like a cafeteria or like a black box theater. <laughs> yeah, like right, not a big right. theater. Maybe, Maybe like yeah. an outdoor Indian casino Maybe with an bleachers and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. tons of people, Harlan. Yeah. We'll pack it for Maybe you. Maybe a yeah. nun's ass. A nun. A fried <laughs> nun's ass. A fried nun's ass. <laughs> Which I'm, they serve at Burger Bass. They, 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 they do. Burger. With cheese, it's extra. <laughs> it's and, the, and the crucifies are delicious. <laughs> oh. Um, 
But uh, so so uh, and you know, I told him what I wanted to do, and yeah. I was waiting for the phone to hang up. And to my delight, the producer on the other end said, "Harlan, this might be the best phone call I've had this year." Awesome. Wow! And I was like, "Okay, wow." Well, let's. Were you ex- were you anticipating him to go? Well, come on. Man. I was, I, because you know, in Hollywood, it's, nobody it, wants to take it, a risk. It's a lot of you know. It's the land of risks, but at the same time, it's like nowadays it's harder and harder. You know, if yep. you look at movies that play in theaters, a lot of them are recipe cookie-cutter movies. So, sure. uh, you know, I was very excited, and uh, and I said, well, look, just so you know what I'm doing, before you say yes to this, let's all drive out there, and I want to show you the exact spot I want to do this. So we put the director, the producers – the camera guys, everyone, we went did a little truck convoy out to the desert. So you had this, like, uh, decently thought out before you made yeah, the phone call? Yeah, I already had the yeah. location. I'd, awesome. I'd, I'd physically been there. And, uh, and now, so, on your on your trips out here, on, on trips out to this location, yeah. did you look at that barren desert and just go, comedy special? Yeah, like, I did. Was that, did you have that moment of inspiration where that was just in your yeah, head? Yeah, it just, it just kind of came to me. I'd been hanging around out there, and I was just like, man, the the... the the view up there was so incredible. I mean, it's it's this flat desert landscape, and for some reason, there's just this one hill yeah. for for miles and mm-hmm. miles and miles. And so, looks like a stage almost. If you look at it, you're like, that's where yeah. somebody should stand and do this. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And and when I was up there, it's like this 360 view of eternity. And I thought, what an inspirational place to, you know, spew your message out <laughs> to the world. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's no barriers here. It's just going out to the sky, and it's if it, as far as sound can travel, it's flowing over the whole planet so sure i took him up there and we all stood on the hill and the main guy was just kind of quiet for about 15 minutes everyone else was like <laughs> doing you know this thing framing up shots right, right, i could right. tell right away they were very excited mm-hmm. and then finally the big guy spoke and he just goes you know what we need here and i was waiting for him to like you know kibosh the whole thing right. he goes, audience whatever. we need a helicopter and I hadn't even yeah. thought of that. I was like, here we go. Yeah. So yeah. Suddenly I knew he was locked, and uh, and uh, we, we actually did have a helicopter. That's that opening shot, right, when it pulls away? The opening shot, yeah. and then we used it throughout the special. Yeah. We just we had it flying around, and sure. it was just crazy. Shoot, shooting you as, as you're doing it. Yeah. And pretty much whenever you hear the words, we're, we're going to need a helicopter, <laughs> yeah. I mean, no guy is like, eh, I don't, I, this is a bad idea, but we should still yeah. involve a helicopter. It's usually no. some sort of jackass stunt or Darkwing Duck, like saving a family of dwarves from a Baskin-Robbins. That, oh, that age-old premise? Yeah. Yeah. It's been done, done over and over A million times before. It's another Hollywood cliche. <laughs> yeah, the multiple camera angles was, I was really impressed, because it just, you know, and, and every bit, it was just like from the copter to then like once when the camera was just like circling around in front of you. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had, we had a camera up on a 30-foot jib crane we we had uh, we did some shots where the guys were doing handheld and circling me yeah. we had cameras up on ladders uh it, it was just great it was better this, than this, i could have this is how great a helicopter is in harlan as a canadian you will appreciate this story yes uh i'm a big time uh anaheim ducks fan oh yeah and uh Hello. when scott when when they when they win the cup and scott niedermeyer has the stanley cup you know every player gets their day with the stanley cup they could do whatever with it that they want Wait, to do. Wait, the actual yeah. Ducks have won, not Emilio Estevez's Ducks? The actual Ducks? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. No, there was yeah. no Charlie Conway. There was no Flying V. There was no Goldberg? There was oh, no Goldberg. There, 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 there was That's Ryan incredible. Getzlaff. Wow. There was, there was Niedermeyer. There was, yeah. Okay, so... Doing- the- 
good shit. And then, uh, so Scott Niedermeyer has the day with his cup, and most guys, like, baptize their children in it, they fuck in it, they do all all the typical thing. They They eat nachos out of it, whatever. Scott Niedermeyer rents a helicopter, goes up to a location similar to where you shot your special, and just holds the cup above his head, and for 20 minutes, the helicopter just flies around him and does, nice. a, and does like a little Matrix shot. Oh, cool. So he can watch that over and over again, just him holding the oh, cup. Oh, that's awesome. And that, that's how awesome a helicopter is. Yeah, they're great, man. Yeah, that's... and you and the, how many comedy specials have used a helicopter? I don't think any. In fact, I don't think any have done anything like this. So. I mean... Yeah, it's pretty revolutionary. Eddie Murphy has a purple jumpsuit, yeah. sure, but he doesn't have a fucking helicopter. <laughs> now, what That's if right. it does? Now, what happens? You work something out if people do like end up taking a uh, a notch from this belt and going and and just doing specials in remote locations or places that just I think anything different from a theater audience at this point is going to be. Do you feel like you'll you can take credit for it? Be like, yeah, you, and somebody else wanted to go away. No, I don't want to. If Carrot Top goes, I'm doing mine in the Denny's parking lot. You yeah. go, well, guess what, buddy? Sign me a little bit of a uh, check because I opened the door for that. No, no, I don't want any credit for that. I, I, if anything, I hope it would inspire people to to move the the needle for stand up yeah. comedy because sure. you know if you think about it, I don't know when stand up comedy started. Probably in like the 40s or something like that. Like my wife, players, take off. Wow, yeah, man. just after but, the. Holocaust. Oh, <laughs> go, wow. Go too on. soon. Well, too soon. I'm well, going to well, leave. That, well, that, well, that was the humor pinnacle of America. Is, oh, is that just when it couldn't be taken to a more inappropriate level. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you're right, and, and this hasn't been done before, and I, I think you're going to be looked at now the same way now whenever a comedian puts out his very own special on his own website, people go, oh, you're doing what Louis C.K. did. When he put out the special, cut out the middleman, just said, go, go, go to my website, download it from my website, you're going to be the guy where if someone says, yeah, I'm just going to go in the middle of Piccadilly Square and start doing stand-up and see who the fuck wants to listen, <laughs> that's going to be like, oh, he's, do, he's doing a Harlan Williams. Oh, wow. Well, I, didn't, I did not think of that, but I, you know, all I really thought about is I, I hope it inspires people to yeah. maybe uh, you know, tr- try different things because we've all been – I find those theaters kind of dreary and dark mm-hmm. and depressing, and mm-hmm. I started to find myself watching guys that I really love, like uh, Jake Johansson and Nick yeah. DiPaolo and and uh, all kinds of Sebastian, pe- people that I love to watch, and I'd start watching their, their specials, and even though I watched it, I found myself getting a little disengaged because i was so sick I, like these guys are too good to just be in this this same cookie cutter what is format. it about the special that, that that breaks down somebody is it cutting back and forth to like reactions that maybe aren't consistent with what's happening no is what it, it is it, it's it's just like it's it's like each comedian to me is special like it's, it's like a snowflake we're all very special and and to put us all in the same box and have us performing our acts the exact same way wearing the suit I, I, doing yeah the thing. i think yeah. it's not tapping into the their maximum creative expression and so it, it it's kind of like a rock video sometimes rock stars will just hand their their amazing song over to a director who didn't write or create the song and he'll create a vision for that song but sometimes the artist who wrote the song will go no we're going to do the rock video this way this yeah. is how i visualize it mm-hmm. and that's an extension of his creativity and so i'd i'd like to see these people that i love find a space where it's an extension of who they are an extension of what they're saying an extension of of what they're doing and that's just me in a selfish way wanting that but obviously the theater is a format that works but i just feel like for me 
at least I don't want to speak for anyone else, but for me, it was getting very stale. And now, and and when you're when you're performing that, when you were actually taping the special, I mean, normally the best part about stand up comedy, or at least a part about stand up comedy that hearing makes the it laughs. so addicting, is you hear in the laughs. You you hear that yeah. immediate feedback from your audience going, "All right, that worked. That didn't. All right, yeah. The audience is not liking those jokes. Let me take them in this direction." That's got to be a complete one eighty going. You from didn't have that. getting the give and take, and now it's just you're giving, right? Well, I'll tell you what. The answer is going to be a little surprising, but I, I also find with stand up comedy is that. Comedians, if you think about it, we're slaves to the laughter. We we sure. we are people that we, we need the laughter. It's like tell joke, there's the laugh, move on. Every thirty seconds, get a laugh. Right, that, that, but that, 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 that. if if you don't get the laugh and you're at a club or at a theater, you panic a little bit and you're like, uh oh, I'm starting to sink. I've got to move on to the next killer bit that I wrote in my room or on the bus yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I've got I've got to get them laughing again, but. I took the approach where I was like, you know what, if I don't have an audience, I'm not I'm not beholden to an audience. You're on your own and schedule. I can I can just soar and if, if I want to expand on something or if I think if I felt like something's funny but other people don't, I I will have the confidence, I will have the freedom yeah. to let that flow out of me. And and so There's nobody I, telling you there's nobody dictating if you need to continue down a path or not. Exactly. It's just you being like, if the wind blows a certain way Fuck it, let's talk about it. So what yeah, are you? So what are you pulling from to inspire a um, whether or not you expanded on something or not in that moment? Because I'm sure you did during the special. A lot of and it I could was tell some of these bits that I had heard you work out before the special. I could see you expanding on stuff, and I was like, oh, he's, he probably just was. Yeah, a lot of it was the geographical space. I, uh, as I set up at the beginning of the special, th- there's no walls, there's no limitations, yeah. and I felt like I was on top of the world. So it was just looking out and seeing the empty sky and seeing the horizon like. 500 miles away and i'm just like there's nothing to stop me from saying anything here yeah. I'm, I'm just free i was like maria von trapp and hills <laughs> are alive just twirling around you know i should have wore the dress but it, it, you know I, if i had 12 children running around me it would have been the full experience you could run your you you could run your special side by side next to the sound of music and it Equally as yeah. breathtaking. If you get high Absolutely. and watch them, if you sync up Harlan's special with Sound of Music, man, it fucking matches up, dude. He start, you start feel- talking to you. It tells you to join the Canadian Army. Oh, there Insane, you go. Man. Yeah, do you feel like does. your material, because of that like that feeling of looking down on being on top of the world, do you feel like your material, do you start to get an even more like inflated sense of like, this is more important shit than it really, because you're just so on top of everything and looking and having that great view or are you like you know what this bit about uh get the you know two hot girls throwing daddy his first threesome is actually <laughs> there's a lot of levels with this it's not just me wanting a threesome i don't know in a way i think it was almost like i i almost wished i didn't have material because it was such a free well, experience up there it was like i i, I almost <laughs> wish you had the ability just to go up and start preaching like a crazy homeless guy like hi everybody i'm up on a hill blah 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 you know and that's for sure the next special. Uh, maybe it is. I don't know, but but I mean, I I love material, but being in that geographical space, it almost it almost felt wrong to be doing scripted material or stuff that I had already worked out. I, yeah. I just wanted the whole thing to be free, but at the same time, I knew the material worked, so uh, it was still great to do it. But uh, how many times, uh, like, because nor- normally when a comedian shoots a special. They have two shows at a theater. They do yeah. one that's kind of like the blanket show, all right? That's the tablet. <laughs> and then the second show is maybe this joke might get a bigger laugh for this crowd, so let's do it there. How many times did you 
do the act for for the special. We did it. We only did it once. I I, I just really? ran for about an hour and a half from, wow. from top to to bottom, and then once we saw what we had, we. We went in and we, we did a, a half day of pickups where we just tweaked little things. And then uh-huh. we did a half day uh, with the helicopter. Wow. Uh, and, uh, and so uh, we, it was, it's a pretty, pretty, straight shot, uh, pretty straight shot thing. But. Well, you're known for, I mean, you're known for doing things that are inventive. You're a, like definitely well, a comedian for, yeah. uh, that do, you'll never get the same show twice when you, when, when you see Harlan Williams. I was Williams. just going to say that. When, when you go to the Hollywood Improv... You never allow someone to go on stage and say, ladies and gentlemen, you've seen him from something about Mary, Harlan Williams. You don't yeah. allow the host to say that. You, like, Adam and I have both been there when we go, hey, the Harlan. The first time I brought you up was yeah. Like, yeah, San Jose Joe or something. And you look at me, and I think I, I, you're just like, what's up, buddy? And I go, I go, hey, man, it's great to meet you. You go, cool, cool, just say it's San Jose Joe. It's his first time. And I just start laughing because it's just so and – then, and then – and also, but there was a part of me that was like, God, is he serious? Like, is he fuck with me? Like, I don't know if maybe – Everyone else knows if, like, yeah, Harlan tells you that, but then you do the real thing. So right. I'm like, I'm going up there. Am I going to go? I think so. I said San Jose Joe, and then I go, or as you know, Harlan Williams. Because I was like, I, like, what if you came up and was and like, then you Harlan threw it up, a man. fork at his That's head. That's not my name. Like, Fuck that. I want to be San Jose Joe. Yeah. That. Like, and it was the same thing. You came up to me one time, I, I think it was Larry Smith, and you just said, bring me up as Larry Smith. And I think I asked you, are, are you sure about nine different times? <laughs> And you see, yeah, all right. Well, so Larry Smith, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and the audience is just like, oh, fuck, Larry Smith. I don't Who's know, this? I, I don't yeah. know who this guy is. And He's then Harlan walks central. on stage. They're like, holy shit! <laughs> yeah, they go nuts. And then sometimes I've seen the reaction where they start to go nuts, but then they go, did he change his name? Like, <laughs> what's going on? Is he pulling like a? Oh, what was that basketball player? Why am I not Sharif Abdul Rahim? Yeah. Ahmad Abdul Rauf. He was Chris Jackson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. There's a reference. Wow. Yeah. wow. Get on nice. board with that. Denver Look Nuggets, out. baby. That's what I do for wow. you. <laughs> nice. All right. No, I like that you said the Harlan show is is never the same, and that's because uh, you know there's there's only a few people whose shows I can watch, like you know, because I've done a handful of weekends with you. Yeah, yeah. And sure. I sit in the back and watch like the set top to bottom every time because. Love your material, but then there's always like at least 15 minutes of uh, of crowd work that you do that is just you're so sharp. It's like blows. I mean, and you've like that's why I have gotten into like wanting to do it so much now, and not like seeking it out, but just had more confidence to like allow for it because you were telling me when you first started that you were afraid of it, right? Yeah, oh, and that yeah. you didn't want to do it, and yeah. now because people, I mean, you're at the top of the list for for me because you're. Part of it, I feel like, with the crowd work is, is being uh, sharp, but not being like angry and aggressive. Because if you're not confident in your skills with it, it's easy when some when you hear something that distracts you to get personal, right? Immediately yeah, and yeah. try to shut them down instead of using them to then maybe get a laugh and then move on and yeah. and deal with it that way. But you were telling me that you started doing it because it was something you were afraid of, right? It was something I was afraid of, but um, when I start before I got into stand up, I always knew I wanted to talk to the crowd. I, d- I just love the unpredictability yeah, of yeah. it, and yeah. uh, and and to what you said, I I always respect the audience to the point that they came there to laugh. They came there to you know laughter equals joy. Yeah, you know, and and to go after someone in the audience and make them feel horrible leaving that, that to me, that's not my mission. That's not the job of a comedian. So I I try to have fun with crowd work and not be, uh, you know, 
uh, spiteful or, or mean spirited with it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you see, you see successful businesses, you don't walk into a subway and they're like, what the fuck do you want? Like, like, gee, no, yeah, it's like right, a damn right. sandwich. You, 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 you go to you go to a comedy club to laugh. Yeah, you don't you don't want the comedian to be like, oh, look, look at this douchey shirt. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about him. Ah, oh, your girlfriend's ugly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's it's easy to when you're when you're in control of a room and of a microphone, it's yeah. easy to really you know denigrate a person and and rip them and be cruel. So you, yeah, because you you're like everyone's here for me, man, not yeah. for you. Yeah, and it's easy to you could really be vicious to them, but that that I think that's the easy. way. I think the fun. <laughs> way is to unwrap them like a present and find out kind of talk to them and let them trip themselves up and then capitalize on things they've said and then it's not you ripping them you're kind of like shining a light on what they're saying totally and it's it's a lot of fun i've seen you handle hecklers by insulting them in a way that you don't insult anything you don't insult actual things about them you'll look at them like oh look at your face it looks like you Drank some unicorn semen there, buddy. You ever, you ever drink the unicorn semen? Yeah. It's good. It's or the good. Fa- and you just go off on that. Or the face. <laughs> never heard that. Or the face when you, or like when you make that face of like, like uh, when you uh, you ask somebody a question and then they um they maybe give a short answer or something and then just comes to a standstill and you go, oh, thanks for bringing the showdown, sir. <laughs> and you'll give them a look of like you know, it just people are always on your side. Like what, what do you say one time we're in San Jose and, and you go, what do you do for work? Because I like that you just go in with such basic questions and that's the thing too is that you're not like it's always just it's and it's tied into a bit or segueing into a bit like when you go into stuff about taking English classes, you preface that all with this great thing about learning about where people go to school, and everyone's got such different backgrounds and stories that you're always getting... What, and even if you don't get an, uh, information out of somebody about where they went to school, yeah. you can still play with that. Like, yeah, thanks for screwing the show. Or, what, or like a guy said in San Jose, like, I'm a web designer. And you're like, oh, so you're a spider? <laughs> <laughs> and, dude, it was just the, the quickness of it, it. And everyone I mean, and everyone can see how quick. And they know that it's all organic and happening on the spot. And it's like, oh, so how do, how do you just – that just comes from doing it though, right? It, I don't know. It just comes from doing it. I had a fun one this weekend. I was in Cleveland and it, one that came to me, it was like uh, – I, I said this some lady i said uh what do you do for a living ma'am she goes oh uh i'm uh i do foreclosures and i said mm-hmm. well what if there's a fifth guy it's <laughs> 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 basic decisions like that and, and then do you and then do you, and then what happens and people laugh and then you go didn't think about like what do you and then do you, yeah, <laughs> i go come on that's then, that's kind of cruel i mean you and then if you give her the fifth guy alone see, and then what? if you give her shit about something that's like uh fictitious like possibility then people are like really on your it's okay to be kind of an yeah asshole. and it's fun it's just silly it's a lot of wordplay and uh you know that's it. The, the the web designer thing and that type of thing it's just it's just goofing and having a good time with them and not not there, hurting their feelings there, there there was one decision you made uh in in a movie that adam told me about yeah uh, did you have that clip dick if you got that clip well, I mean, it's yeah from, this, this will segue into our it, it's from. So I've already told Dumb you this that Dumb and Dumber is my favorite movie. Well, yeah, yeah totally, right. of all Dude, time. And Dumb how like Dumber's amazing. Dude, drama or comedy, it's flawless. And the fact that you in a movie like that with two people who are so iconic that you like have a scene that like is almost on par as far as when people go quote scenes like that. That's one of them. <laughs> and uh, and I was telling you how like your scene 
when uh, when you drank the piss after you know they'd been peeing, and then yeah. they get you pull them over, and then <laughs> Harlan and then, plays the cop that pulls over uh, <clears throat> Jeff Daniels, Jeff and, Jim Daniels Carrey. And, J- and Jim Carrey when they've been. And the noise you the make beers. when you drink the piss, I was telling you when I was at school, people would like do that all the time, or like awesome. they drink thing, like they drink their own stuff, and then like act like they were drinking, <laughs> That's awesome. like all the time. That makes and, me happy. Yeah, and Can so, you, but then you told me how that all came about, and said so you got to improv. But first, well, take yeah, this. play the clip. Let's do this one. License and registration, please. Listen to that pu- pre-puberty voice. Yeah. Wow. Look how young and good-looking you are. were going a little fast back there, wouldn't you say? You, uh, you fellas been doing a bit of boozing, have you? Sucking back on Grandpa's old cough medicine? No. Oh, no, sir. Oh, no. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. Well, what's that? Because that damn crow heckling That's you nothing, again, son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. It started yeah. well, now, Are you aware that uh, it's against the law to have an open alcohol container here in the state of Pennsylvania? Come on, give me that booze, you little pumpkin pie haircutted freak. Come on. And knowing you, I know that's all improv. I know that, that, that line is, yes. I know, that, I, I know they didn't write that. <laughs> and here you go. You're staring at it. And he starts. Sir, no, wait, 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 wait. No, sir, don't. Don't drink. You'd keep your mouth shut if you knew it was good for you, buddy. Drinks the urine, swishes it around. The look after of just the initial. <laughs> There's the clip. Tic tac, sir. Get the hell out of here. Oh my god, dude, how, how do you like? Now I don't know if that's like an acting thing where you're where you're like you get so into it that you're like, all right, what would it be like if I actually drank piss? Or is it? How much like, I gotta did come you up drink to prepare for this? Because you knew. <laughs> yeah. It's easy. You just point it up, and there it is. <laughs> we'll be right back. Harlan Williams is our get no. Uh, but wait, did you? Do you? Do you know going in? You're like obviously the reaction after I drink it is going to have to be something um, that's going to be you know that's going to be crucial to the scene, right? Because they're going to they're waiting to see you drink it and what happens. But you don't yeah. want to overplay it. I mean, no. What happened is uh, with that scene. There's a lot of stuff that went on there, but um, that scene, I played it really straight for a number of takes. And then the Fairley brothers, who are fans of mine, I got to give them credit for that noise because they, they said to me, they said, uh, Harlan, let's do one more. And I said, okay. And they said, this time, do your dolphin noise. And I go, well, what do you mean my dolphin noise? He goes, well, we came to see you at the comedy club a couple of months ago, and you did this dolphin noise. And I said, oh, yeah, the dolphin noise. And it was based on a bit I did about Whitney Houston and how – Do you remember the bit? She, uh, yeah, it was about how she, how high she sang. Yeah. And, and I will always love you. And she goes, ah. And she just kind of morphs right into – from her voice to a dolphin voice. I, I can't do it anymore because I can't sing that high. But anyway, so this guy said, do the, do the dolphin sound. And I said, I didn't know where or how, so I just sure. figured I'd take the drink, and after I tasted the pee, I'd be like... <laughs> <laughs> you know? And somehow they left it in, which, by the way, if, uh, people don't know this, but I also left it in uh, in something about Mary. I did the dolphin noise. And, well, yeah, it went. At, and, uh, they, uh, and they muted it. But I actually saw it in, in during an ADR session. I actually saw the movie with the dolphin noise in. And I was kind of bummed they took it out because I thought it was even funnier with it in. And, and Wait, at the uh, seven-minute abs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what po- see, and you were just trying to get like a little call, like a callback in there for it or what? No, I think I think again they asked me to do it. So it, it was like it was basically uh, it's the it's the point where 
I'm talking about seven minute abs, and then Ben Stiller says, "Well, what if somebody does six minute abs?" Yeah, and yeah. I go, "No, no." <laughs> You see my face. You can see me actually doing it. You'll see my face twitching, Uh but they muted the sound out. But uh, actually, the funny thing about the Dumb and Dumber clip is, um, I've never mentioned this before, but because it was my first acting job. Yeah, you told me that. And I was really nervous. No kidding. There's one one run in there. Your your first acting job is one of the most iconic films in comedy history. It's crazy. And the Fairley Brothers uh, knew you. Right from the club, but uh, they knew me from coming to see me at the at the comedy clubs, and uh, but there's a line in there where uh, I go, "Did you fellas know it's illegal to have an open container here in the state of?" There's a long run, yeah. And if you listen to it again, you'll see I'm I'm kind of losing my breath because I was so nervous. <laughs> I didn't stop to breathe, and I'm just like, "Do you fellas know that it's illegal?" And I just keep going, and you can hear my voice like slowly starting to fade as as that. As wow. that moment goes along, but uh, it, 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 it's funny you bring that up, just because there's there's things like that you don't think about if you're not an actor or not a comedian. Yeah. I, I've had times where I go on a rant in my stand-up act <laughs> and I'm not breathing, and all of a sudden yeah, I feel my yeah. face get red. I'm like, oh shit, I I, yeah, I need yeah. to breathe. <laughs> yeah. But the punchline's right. not for another two sentences. Right. All right, let's power through. That's and exactly like, what happened. Yeah, and, and I was so nervous because here I'm in front of you know Jeff Daniels, Oscar-nominated uh, actor. <laughs> Jim Carrey, yeah. who I adore, I think is just an incredible guy, and so I was just like, yeah. How do you prep like, for that? And I don't on a similar like level. Like that was your first movie, yeah. my first movie that I just did with Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, I get kind of two female uh, stars of like maybe like equivalent on the you know uh, comedy sure. scale. And that was your first thing, and this is my and my first thing was holding guns at both their heads, oh, and I geez. had this moment of like. And I just – I briefly met them, and now I'm holding guns at their heads. Yeah. And I had this moment in my head where I was like, four months ago, I made a video where Jay Leno burped a fart. And now I'm pointing <laughs> guns at these, like, two powerhouse actresses. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, did you have a moment when you were, like, getting ready to shoot where you're just like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. How, I, what am I, I doing was, here? I was freaked out before I even got to the set. I mean, I was freaked out. I, I, I'd i never acted. I'd never been in a movie. So I, I mean, it, it was it was crazy. I, I was I was freaked out the whole time. But once we started rolling, I you asked me earlier, I, I really did get into the mindset of a cop. I just kind of blurred everything out, and I go, I'm a cop. I'm, what would a cop do? How would he act? How, and cop, then, cop, and make a dolphin noise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, would he drink pit? Yeah, yeah. And then I, well, I took that, and then I went, okay, now what would Harlan do <laughs> with a real cop? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and then I put my spin on it. So. And then from that, they, and then obviously you were so great in that, so then something about Mary, they, I mean, it was kind of a no-brainer for them to have to use you again. But yeah, you become, that was nice. That was nice. I, I didn't And another, that. now when you were reading it, were you like, God, another awesome, like, scene-stealing moment? Like, or are you like, do you not think about that going in when you're reading it? No, I always read read a character and I, I always read a scripting oh can I do something with this can I can I make it different can I make it click and and you know right away when I realized I was going to be a serial killer you know a hitchhiking I knew right away okay there's all kinds of room for stuff sure. and then the scene ended up being double the length oh, of what it was because again the Farrelly brothers god bless them they they allowed me to improvise and all that stuff that I, I just improvised. Wait, all the ad stuff is? Uh, like 50% of that Jeez, scene is wow, improvised. Man. So so they, that scene doubled in length because they left so much of my 
improvisations in there. So thanks, guys. That <laughs> uh, was, was great. I hate, I hate to do this to you, Harlan, but we got to yeah. pay a few more bills. Go for so it, we're going to take a quick break, nice. and we'll be right back. More. <laughs> the oh, nice. sound of music right there. <laughs> Harlan Williams Special Force and Nature on iTunes and Amazon.com. And it's your website, harlanwilliams.com. Dot com if, and, you want, if you want it autographed. And yeah. the name of the podcast is? The Harland Highway on Harland iTunes. Highway. Yeah. So check it out more with our guest, Harlan Williams, in just a moment. Stones on its way to sing through the night like a lark who is night. You're listening to the GoCast Network. Buckstar here. Greg Sites, whatever my name is. Greg Buckstar Sites, CEO of GoCast Network. And I'm Gary Garver, formerly of, oh, I don't even want to mention that asshole's name, uh, from the GoCast Network, program director of the GoCast Network. Weren't you on Journey? Yeah, that was it. Sammy Hagar, they say. Sammy Hagar. (laughs) And you know what? We got some sick new technology. You can check us out with Viddy. What the, what the hell's Viddy, Greg? I have no idea what that is. Viddy is Instagram, Twitter combined for a great 15-second video experience where you'll see awesome clips and fun stuff. Wow, I can't wait to check that out. Where do we go? Viddy.com? I think so. Okay, cool. <laughs> Before you hit fast forward, listen to this. It's the big hot rocking, non-stopping, less-talking, boss-shocking, head-knocking, finger-popping, yanking, cranking, high-knee-spanking, wham-bam, thank you, ma'am, 50,000-watt blowtorch of rock and roll! That is the Dick and Darren Show. Dick and Darren downloaded 185 episodes. It's, it's pretty good for you. You'll like it. Up in your ear hole. On the GoCast Network. What's up, guys? This is Danny Trejo, and I want to tell you about the best restaurant in Southern California, the second floor in Huntington Beach. The second floor is a -a one-of-a-kind tattoo and cutting-edge art bar. The food is amazing. Try our rockin' nachos, the sliders, or the monster colossal burgers, or my favorite, the Trejo's tacos. Second floor. I'll see you there. We're back on the GoCast Network. That's what open with the clip, yeah. There you go. Woo! Harlan Williams. After you hear Machete, Danny Trejo, talk about a taco place in Huntington Beach, you are in the mood for comedy, my friend. Does he do a Taco Bell commercial? No, no, it, it's our sponsor. Oh. It's the, it's the second floor in Huntington Beach. They do tacos there, and it's owned by Danny Trejo. Machete. <laughs> Machete will slice your tacos and your carotid artery. <laughs> oh, wow. So now, so now that we have uh, threats of a knife, how about some comedy, everybody? Yeah. Woo! Have, uh, have you ever done commercials? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I did, uh, when I first came to town, I did a few commercials, yeah. I did uh, tricks. Uh, I did a Got Milk commercial where <laughs> I was the tricks rabbit. What? Wait, no. wait, wait, Dick, wait. see if you can see if you can find you can that. Pull this up. Yeah, yeah, won an award. I, I did like three commercials, and they all won like com- awards. Like, uh, there's like an award show for commercials. You kind of have the Midas touch for movies and commercials and podcasts. <laughs> yeah, buddy. There's already a bunch of strippers out back waiting in the bathroom to scrub your toenails. Oh my god! What, what's, oh, wait, this... got milk? God, do you remember that was like? Oh, wait, here's... Yeah, that's it. It's a cafe. Oh, there's you stealing cereal. Yeah. Look at that. Tricks. Tricks are for kids. 
finally, after all these years of tricks are for kids, tricks are for kids. <laughs> well, today.
uh, bring them to my level of, and when I feel silly, I feel funniest. That's okay. why I've done stuff like on Letterman, I put peanut butter on my shoes, on Conan, I had a pack of bacon down my pants, stuff like that. <laughs> but when I go into the room, as soon as the... I like how you just glanced over that, like, you know, the, the usual. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> you know but... Buddy Hackett taught me that trick. You just put some peanut butter on your if shoes. If it's not bacon, it's a fruit by the foot. <laughs> Fat free. <laughs> but anyways, when I when I walk in, when the producers, first thing they usually say to you is, like, hey, Harlan, how you doing? And so yeah. I usually say, oh, not so good. And I set that up, and then they always fall with, oh, well, what, why not? And I said, well, I had an accident on the way over to the audition. And they're like, oh, my goodness, are you okay? What happened? I said, I'm okay, but I hit a dog. And then they they always follow up with, oh, my God, you hit a dog. What happened? And I go, well, I was driving. I hit a dog. It flew through the air. It landed in a ditch. It bounced up, and it knocked a little Korean boy off his bicycle. (laughs) And so on the way over here, I killed a dog and a little Korean boy. Which you, which at this point in your career, people and the and your delivery, like you just you were saying in a way that came off that was like clearly this is yeah a joke, right? People get well. That. No, the beginning I play it pretty real, but but I, I play it real the whole time. But as I get to the Korean boy, yeah. that's when they go, okay, the guy's dicking with. <laughs> now, us. do you embellish like the way you do with that uh, that similar bit in your act where you go and the Korean boy hit off? He no, fell they, off the usually, bike. Usually, like the Korean boy is usually when the jigs up and they're like, all right, laugh, laugh, laugh. Now yeah. read you little. Idiot. Um, By the way, can I have some of that bacon? Right. (laughs) (laughs) We're smelling. But on this occasion, uh, there was there was a hit show on NBC called "My Name Is Earl," which came out probably about seven years ago. I think. Jason Lee and uh, Jamie Presley. Presley. Yeah, Jamie Presley. So I went in to read for the the lead role of Earl. And, okay. Uh, you know they they were hot on me, and I I went in to read, and it was uh, the two producers, a male and a female producer. Mm. And I walked in the room, hey, Arlen, how you doing? And I'm like, oh, not so good, you know. <laughs> going to your they're, stick. They're like, what happened? I said, oh, I hit a dog. And as soon as I said I hit a dog, the female producer brought her hands to her face, covered her mouth, and did like a mini scream. She just went, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, oh, whoa, didn't expect that reaction. She goes, and then she goes, what happened? Is the dog okay? And I've ne- I'd never had that before. Yeah, you're already thinking about dropping the Korean boy punchline. <laughs> exactly. And how, how getting the series. Right. You're thinking about the house and the helicopter you. you're going to buy. The vengeance you're going to get on that crow. Oh, yeah. I'm already seeing a buy. Rottweiler spine hitting a little Korean boy's forehead, okay? <laughs> she's gone right to, oh, my God, what happened to the dog? So yeah. now she's visibly upset. She, she bought the first line. And I'm like, oh, my God, well, I'll, I'll try and put I go, oh, it's okay. I, I just clipped him, you know. And then <laughs> yeah. she got more upset. She goes, you clipped the dog? And she, start, like, That's she literally supposed to be started, not as bad, lady. <laughs> right. And she started crying. She, her oh eyes God. watered up. She started crying. And now I'm, like, freaking out. She goes, I go, don't worry. It's okay. It's okay. And she goes, what do you mean it's okay? And I go, I, I just clipped him. She goes, and? And I go, and what? And she goes, How's the dog? Oh, I don't know. I came to the audition. Goes, you left the dog. Oh my god! You clipped the dog, and you le- and and now she's freaking out. And then you know, I, I couldn't get out of the lie because no, yeah. if I told her, I just made. I, I couldn't go. I, I'm just kidding. She's already no, crying. She, she's in it. She's already planning yeah, her therapy. Of, she, you know, it's like. And so finally, the the the, the male guy, the, the producer, just goes, "Look, let's uh, let's all calm down here. Just relax, Harlan Reed." 
And needless oh, to say, Jesus. I did not get the part. Jesus. Which, funny, funny enough, though, a few years later, I actually went on to guest star on that show. But, oh, yeah. but it, it, you know, that one blew up in my face. So. Jesus. Now, when because you were, there's no way. It's either like, yeah, tell her you're joking yeah, and she's right. pissed or just try to power through. And, and she's still pissed that you left the dog, but I guess. Well, that's the thing. Every time I tried to leave the story, like, oh, I don't know. I left to come here. She kept picking it up. Like, what? You left the dog? It's like, what? It's, I, couldn't, I couldn't get away from my own story. Yeah. It was, you didn't take it to the pound and tend yeah, to its every right. need? It's right. like, what's worse? You didn't worse? take it to the doggy Taj Mahal? There's one on Kawanga. You yeah. could have got It's on Kawanga, you sick bastard. <laughs> It's like what's worse, te- like telling your kid you're gonna take him to Disneyland, and then you just drive by Disneyland and you go, "Yeah, fuck it, we're not going," or driving by and being like, "You know what? Disneyland burned down last night." Okay, first of all, let's not say "fuck it" to our kids. Okay? What is wrong with you? Unreal. Who are you? I don't know you anymore since the last bit. Since the last bit. Oh, <laughs> oh hardly, my, like, my kids are fat and hopped up on tricks. <laughs> Thanks for that commercial. Now, I didn't discuss this with Adam earlier, but I'm, I'm tempted to do it just because, Harlan, you are, you are an improviser. Uh, we sometimes do a bit on this show called uh, Celebrity Serenades. And uh, cele- Celebrity Serenades is done when we have some, you know, some jazz piano playing in the background. Okay. And uh, our, our guest uh, hits on a woman as doing an impression of some celebrity. I don't know if I want to – I don't think I want Harlan to do an impression of a celebrity. I want to hear Harlan Williams Hit on a woman. Sure. Oh yeah. Okay. I I, I want to hear that going. Wow. So uh, so so uh, Adam, do you want to play the uh, girl? Sure, I'll be the girl. And uh, so you're gonna hit on Adam. He's the, he's the better looking of the two. Oh okay. So, so do I just am I talking or singing? Uh, no, it's just it's just like you like we're at a bar. Okay, cool. And, uh, it's just like yeah, you're. All right, hit we, on me. We've you know Jeff Richards has been on here and done you know Ooh. Dustin Hoffman and Busey and oh, uh, I hear the music. Melissa Villasenor did some uh, Barbara Walters hitting on Splinter <laughs> from Ninja Turtles. Great, <laughs> Great so, man, bring it. So uh, I'll play the bartender sure. and uh, just show show, <laughs> show show us your moves, Harlan Williams. Uh, excuse me, miss. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this uh, man over here without a chin. Um, he. <laughs> Yeah, this man over here without chin. Yes. Yeah. Hi. Uh, he, uh, he, Hello. Uh, he, he wants to buy you a drink. Okay. Huh? Well, yeah. I mean, everyone's been buying me drinks tonight, so I don't see what the what you have that's so different. But hello. Hi. How are you? I'm pretty good. Love your eyes. Thank you. Um, are you are you a chameleon or? I mean, well, you... one eye's looking over there, and the other one's looking I have at a, my tricks. I have a lazy eye, and I'm also a big fan of sugary cereals. I don't see what your problem is right wow. now. Well, listen, uh, I don't have a chin, so, I mean, let's cut right to the chase. You're probably going to want to sit on my face. Because <laughs> there's nothing in the way from you sliding around like a kid on a swirling teacup at Disneyland. You know. I was just at Disneyland, on the teacups. Are you the one that said fucking kids? <laughs> Was that you? That was me. Wow. Well, listen, um, I'm going to be uh, straight to the punch. I'm, I'm into sex. I'm aggressive about sex. Cool, yeah. No, I'm, I've had it a few times. Well, listen, I've been uh, taking yoga classes for about seven years, and the way I like to do it is you stand in the living room. Sure. And I'm in the back hallway, and I bend my body around the wall, and <laughs> we do it from different rooms. You in? <laughs> oh my god! I mean, so you're. Let me get this straight. So you're. You can stretch from. If I'm in the kitchen making, yeah. let's say, mm. a bowl of tricks, mm. and yeah. you're in the dining room, mm-hmm. um, 
you can stretch your your rabbit mm-hmm. all, <laughs> the, all the way around to the kitchen. Yeah. I'm going to Cirque du Soleil your ass all night long. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mistore. Mistore. I mean, I'm definitely down for that. I love it. I love it. What sign are you, baby? That's a, that's a little personal, but I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Virgo. Oh, wow. Virgo, huh? I've never power slammed a Virgo before. Well, tonight's the night. I've never wow. gotten power slammed while listening to the sound of music while watching Force of Nature <laughs> by Harlan Williams out of oh, iTunes. Hey. Oh, hey. Wow, I got dirty. Bringing it all back, wow. Harlan Williams. Wow. That was fun. I'm, I'm a little horny now. <laughs> Well, don't worry. Uh, all guests of the About Last Night show uh, get jerked off Go by home. me. What? Yeah. You didn't know that? <laughs> no way. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, it really helps. Like, you know, you've been doing all the comedy. Wow. You, you need you need release afterward. That, and I got small hands. Your cock looks huge. Wow. Do you yeah. still wear the sandpaper glove? <laughs> for, well, for you, of course. God bless you. Can wow. you imagine what's worse than a sandpaper glove? That, like, that should be a Batman villain. A guy goes around. <laughs> sandpaper <laughs> glove. Yeah. He goes around. Shaking hands and ripping up palms and giving just aggressive handies. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sa- Sandy Handy. Wow, Thank you. Depressing you dick. There you go. All right. Wait, I want to I ask real quick before we get out of here. So sure. Of, sure. Of, of all your um, notoriously famous parts in movies, is there one, because uh, Half-Baked, as we uh, have discussed as well, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, that's was, right. But no, and obviously like uh, a lot of quotable lines that you had in that. The um, you know, killing the horse and the butter stuff, butternuts. Yeah. Out of and then you know, in Dumb and Dumber, Seven Minute Abs. Out of all those, is there one that like when people immediately see you, like when we played racquetball and kids will come up and go, "Hey, oh man, like you saw like, oh, I remember like butter stuff, butternuts." And you go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that. I did it." Yeah. You know, and then yeah. <laughs> and then you'll you know introduce, "Have you met my son?" To me, and like, <laughs> but like, is there one that's like consistent that people get like drop on you a lot, or they'll they'll try to like, you know. Um, recite to you that's like most memorable you know fortunately i've been in a lot of really good movies i'm very grateful for that and and all of them seem to have resonated with yeah. people so i get it i get it from every movie from down periscope to half baked to sorority boys to oh, yeah. employee of the month to superstar to rocket man i mean it, it's just it comes at me from everywhere and in all places of the world it, it's crazy so uh, they're all of them I have to answer, unfortunately. Well, uh, what about the Got Milk Tricks commercial? Is that ever in there? <laughs> I think that's... we might have started that right now. <laughs> Please, everyone, follow Harlan Williams on Twitter, at Harlan Williams, and tell him, loved you in that Got Milk commercial. Would love to see your thumper. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's what you got to do. Our listeners will do that. And uh, also, uh, if you download this podcast uh, episode to episode, please subscribe on iTunes. Help us out. Rate the podcast. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you think on Twitter. Uh, subscribe to it so you can get all the episodes. And uh, that helps us out. It helps out our rating. Uh, leave a comment. And uh, that really does a lot for us. So And it helps uh, out our self-esteem because I just bought yeah. some new maroon sure. pants. And a lot of people have been making fun of me. I'm not wearing them today. Wow. but uh, You should have bought five pairs. <laughs> you could have been maroon five. Hello. Jesus. Hello. Wow. Doesn't stop. 
Woo! Now, Harland, uh, uh, your special is on iTunes and Amazon on your site, harlandwilliams.com. Uh, any upcoming tour dates you want to uh, uh, plug to the uh, America? Uh, I'm going to be in uh, San Diego this Ooh, weekend on go. Valentine's Day yeah. through Woo! the weekend. And then uh, two weeks from now, the end of February, I'll be at the Hard Rock Casino in uh, Fort Lauderdale, oh, Florida at the Improv. Awesome. It's a great room. And, uh, yeah, check out my special, uh, Harlan Williams of Force of Nature at iTunes. If you want a digital download, Amazon if you want a hard copy or harlanwilliams.com. And my lastly, my podcast, yeah. The Harlan Highway on iTunes. Your podcast is incredible. you got to download Thank this podcast. You, buddy. Thank Anything you. you get of Harlan Williams is funny, is incredible. Harlan, uh, thanks for being a guest. Adam, you want to plug your stuff? Thank you. Uh, at Adam Ray Comedy on Twitter. Uh, all my videos on adamraytv.com. Uh, I will uh, be at the Laugh Factory and Improv this week. And then the uh, stand-up uh, live in Phoenix uh, with Adam Devine from Workaholics on Friday. And then... Yeah. Um, and then uh, there you go. And then I'll be at Quiznos having a turkey ranch in <laughs> Swiss next nice. Friday. <laughs> nice. Yeah. See see him at Quiznos. He eats a mean sandwich. Yeah. Uh, BradWilliamsComedy.com. Follow me on Twitter at FunnyBrad. I got dates coming up. And uh, the Comedy Works in downtown Denver. Love that club. Then I'll be at the Funny Bone in Virginia Beach. And the new Funny Bone in Syracuse, New York. So come Ooh. see me there. Uh, all information. Go to our websites. Follow us on Twitter. Rate the podcast. Thank you for listening. For Harlan Williams, Adam Ray, I'm Brad Williams. This has yeah. been about last night's show. Please try to remember our names in the morning. You're listening to the GoCast Network. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger, Schleichinger. I've been friends with her for 10 years. One of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.